Hello, everybody. Thank you for watching or listening today to our podcast. We're coming to you, the three pastors from Wesley Memorial Church, myself, Clark Chilton, our associate pastor, Melissa Lau, and our senior pastor, Jeff Patterson. Uh, we thought it would be advantageous and uh, cool of us to do not only an audio podcast, as we usually do, but this week to do a video one as well. Uh, and we want to take a few moments in the very beginning just to say welcome. If you have recently joined the podcast or subscribed to it, maybe you've heard an ad of ours on Rock 92 or 107.5 or a video on Facebook or something, and you, you chose to subscribe. We are so grateful for each of you wanting to be a part of our church and to hear more about what Wesley Memorial is doing and how you can be a part of that, even during these times. Um, we're continuing to leverage technology in a way that communicates the love of Christ and connects people to Christ's body as well. So welcome. Secondly, uh, a lot of people have questions about uh, when, are, when are we going to open, right? When are we going to get back to normal? Um, and that's kind of a complicated answer. So we wanted to spend a few moments, the three of us, just sort of roundtabling about what does that look like in light of the governor's uh, phases and the different ways we can kind of roll into uh, physical worship again one day. So uh, Jeff, we'll start with you. Just what, what are your thoughts right now about uh, the uh, phased plan and uh, getting back to in-person worship one day? Well, I think people need to understand uh, several things. One is how much we're missing in-person worship, and I suspect that's true for everyone that's listening or watching. Um, our congregation, our leadership, is like most other churches, uh, particularly United Methodist churches, we're trying to stay close um, to our bishop and our conference leadership, uh, the district superintendents, and stay in communication with other United Methodist churches um, to make sure that we're all working our way uh, through this strange time in some sort of uniformity. And of course, all of us, and especially our bishop and cabinet and conference leadership, is listening very closely to all that the governor is uh, asking and requiring of the state of North Carolina. So um, uh, we're trying to keep, we're trying to stay on top of things, but of course, it does feel like this is the uh, image I keep using. It feels like we're uh, walking across a bridge as, as we build the bridge. And Right now, it, it appears that um, all of phase one and phase two of the governor's plan uh, will basically see us doing the same thing that we've been doing with all of our work uh, through virtual worship and reaching out through um, internet and Facebook and Vimeo and podcasts. Um, when we get to phase three, whenever that may happen, that could very well perhaps be mid-July, um, Whenever we get to phase three, where the governor's plan allows for uh, gatherings of up to 100 using the appropriate uh, restrictions and requirements of physical distancing and hygiene, uh, we'll have to revisit that as we enter toward phase three just to see if um, uh, anything could change with our worship because we do have a sanctuary that's large enough that we could... Um, rope off some pews and keep people at a distance and perhaps have multiple worship services in the sanctuary. Um, I'm sure you're probably reading all the information about 
uh, concerns with singing, how singing spreads germs just like coughing spreads germs. So we'll take all of that into account. But basically, for phase one, phase two, we'll continue on with our efforts that we're presently um, continuing with, and then we will reevaluate as we get a little bit closer to phase three to see if that might allow for some, some sort of worship in person. Right. Yeah, and I think people need to know, too, that we, we really are committed to not coming back together until... Uh, we can get to a place where there's as few restrictions as possible. Um, and it's because, partly because, especially at this church, we have so many people who are so committed to Wesley Memorial who simply love being here. The instant we open the doors, they're going to they're, they're gonna come, and I understand that, and we, we're happy about that in some ways, but it also puts some of our older people at a higher risk, and that's something we have to take into consideration for sure. We want to keep our people yeah. healthy. Yeah. Part of loving our neighbor. And another aspect of, of loving our neighbor that we can participate in now and going forward once we're able to gather together physically um, is we can continue to reach out um, with congregational um, care, love for one for another. Um, so there's a couple ways that we're doing it currently. Uh, that will continue to go forth even after we are able to gather together in physical fashion. Um, if you are interested in um, writing cards, making a phone call, um, perhaps uh, sending a letter to someone uh, during this time where we are keeping uh, social distancing requirements, um, or perhaps we've had even some individuals who have um, placed a balloon on someone's mailbox to brighten their day. Um, some of these different really creative ideas to reach out, to let people know that they're not forgotten, especially in our, um, uh, those that are in the higher risk categories, um, to let the people know that that they're thought about um, if you're interested in engaging in that type of um, care for one another uh, you can contact me um, my address my email address is m l o w e at wesleymemorial.org and you can shoot me an email and i would love to connect with you and get you um, plugged into some specific individuals who might be um, really appreciate a phone call or a card of encouragement during this time. We also uh, send out a weekly prayer list and uh, congregational prayer requests and needs. Um, if you are not currently receiving that prayer list, um, there is a place on our church website to sign up for that um, at wesleymemorial.org forward slash pray. You can also leave a prayer request and that specific location of wesleymemorial.org forward slash pray will allow you to submit a prayer request that goes to each of us as the clergy team at Wesley Memorial and we we pray for these 
specific prayer requests that we receive, we take them very um, seriously and um, take them before the Lord in prayer as we receive them. So um, encourage you to um, be engaged and involved now and going forward because the thing is once we are able to gather together physically again, uh, there will still be this time of transition and change as we're trying to navigate what it looks like um, to go from being in social distancing and um, different levels of isolation as a result of the needs um, of care within our communities and um, navigating to how we are together once again and um, to help to facilitate that, one of the things that we really hold strongly as part of the values at Wesley Memorial is to engage in prayer on a consistent and um, ongoing daily basis. Um, an unceasing prayer life um, is part of what we hold at Wesley Memorial and to care and love one um, for another through reaching out. So these are some of the different ways that uh, you can get involved now and also going forward. Yeah, I think on the banner behind me, it says prayer. It gets the second one there on the bottom. Part, uh, of, what, part of what I've tried to emphasize for years is that, uh, you know, according to the Christian faith, we believe that God and God's sovereignty uses our prayers to help shape history, mm -hmm. uh, to help change circumstances. Mm -hmm. That's the way God sovereignly works in history and in people's lives. So yeah, we're committed to prayer. Yeah, Melissa, I'm glad you mentioned the, the, the prayer link um, because we've been, if you didn't know, we have our a 30 minute traditional service that goes on WGHP Fox eight, uh, usually at noon and uh, on Sundays. And we've been putting up that link at the bottom of the television broadcast. And uh, we've certainly seen an uptick of engagement with prayer, prayer needs that there's a lot of need out there right now. And we just so, um, I know, uh, we're certainly moved by the amount of, of trust and openness people have when they kind of put themselves out there. And, and it's not, it's, it's certainly appreciated on our end and we uh, receive those with great care and, and reverence. Um, but Melissa, share a little bit about, it seems this is, this is your first time with us on this uh, forum. Um, what, what have you been encountering with the congregational care aspect of things and and what have people been expressing to you about what they're really struggling with right now and in, in the past couple of weeks? I think uh, there is a commonality that I'm finding within um, congregational care and with mission outreach that there is a lot of need present right now. There is a wide spectrum of uh, what people are experiencing as we go through this time of the coronavirus. Uh, some individuals are impacted um, through being on furlough from their jobs. Some have lost jobs. Some are continuing with their jobs, but in completely different scenarios, um, being at home. Um, some have children that they're trying to juggle with, with school and care needs. 
there's single parents who are trying to figure out how to care for children and how to work and how to navigate the best um, childcare situation they possibly can figure out. Um, there's individuals who are experiencing a lot of loneliness, a lot of loneliness. Um, as human beings, we're created for connection, for a relational connection, one to another. It's, it's part of our very essence. Um, and so when we're having to experience the um, social distancing and isolation as a result of a form of caring for one another, um, during this, this time, it, it can cause some really difficult situations in regards to, to loneliness, um, mental health issues, um, forms of addiction, uh, family struggles and, and strife, um, in some cases, um, all of these are arising in various different ways. And so, I think my greatest um, takeaway from it all as I'm engaging with individuals of all different ages and situations is you're not alone. You may be experiencing some of the same feelings or um, dynamics as others around you. And, and then you may feel like you're not, like nobody really gets it um, because your, your situation is unique. Each person is going through a unique situation and yet at the same time there is this commonality that we are going through this together and so that's the beauty of the body of Christ the church is that um, we are here through the love of Jesus Christ to support one another to support our community to make a difference um, to 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 be there with support during these really difficult times that we um, are able to help to provide um, through the body, through Jesus Christ, through the church um, during this challenging time. Thanks for that. It's so true. So many different people's lives are upended right now. And uh, it's also heartening to hear um, how, you know, so many times in the Bible, Jesus heals people and he physically touches them. Um, and how as ministers, you know, you want to hug, you want to shake hands, you want to see people, and we, we can't do that. Um, but it, it is, in many ways, it's made us even more reliant on prayer and the Spirit um, for Jesus to be the one who, who can't be what we want or what we want to do. We need him to step in even more. And I, and, and I really feel like God is doing a lot of great things in people's lives mm -hmm. instead of a storm as well yeah because that is something that i've really been blessed by for in the midst of all of these different needs that have arisen and seeing them i've also seen the power of prayer seeing how much a card of encouragement can mean to someone seeing how neighbors are reaching out to neighbors seeing how um, someone shared with me the other day when I was connecting with them um, and just seeing how they were doing. They said, you know, I've actually gotten to my, know my neighbors better than I've known them in a really long time. She said, I didn't, I mean, I knew they were there, you know, we'd wave at each other across the street, but I'm really getting to know 
my neighbors. She said, we sat out in our um, driveways the other day, six feet apart, and we talked. And she said, and I haven't really done that before. And so I do see in the same way that there is the social distancing and some of these different isolation, I'm also seeing the ways in which this is being used in powerful ways to draw people together like never before because of the slowing down, because we're at home, because we're in um, a different situation and we're all in it together, that we see one another in ways that are deeper than I think we've seen one another before. Yeah, my, some of my neighbors and my family may or may not have had a cookout last week. Um, I don't know if that should say that on the record or not, but we were distant from each other though too. So yeah, it was, it's a good opportunity in some ways. Jeff, you want to say something? I'm so grateful for the, um, for the creative ways people are deepening relationships and making new relationships. I, 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 I'm so grateful and amazed at all the people who are following us on Facebook and Vimeo and all the subscribers to our podcast. And yeah, it's, it's been very humbling uh, to make these new relationships and to see how much people do want to stay connected during this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Keith, our contemporary music leader, Keith Bird, told me a story of a friend of his who uh, just recently started watching us online. And this person lives in Winston-Salem. So they've never even been to our church before and uh, how much the services have meant to them. Uh, so there's a, there's an aspect of what's happening that has caused the doors to, to be wider than we ever could have imagined or on our own ability. So right. thank y'all too for watching and praying and worshiping along with us. We're so grateful mm -hmm. for each of you. Absolutely. Um, but um, well, let, let's, let's close the prayer. There's, unless, unless there's anything else y'all want to say. We can say a prayer together. Hey, sharing this time together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's pray. Thank you, Father in heaven, for you are good and your kingdom is coming. It always has been and always will be. And let it be so as it is in heaven. Let it be so here on earth. We pray for those who are watching or listening, especially who have broken hearts, who are overwhelmed, who are burdened. Mm -hmm who don't know where to hope or turn, uh, who feel crushed. God, I pray that they would know that you say your burden is, your load is easy, your burden is light, that if you will direct and guide our lives as our good shepherd, that you will cause our burdens to be light. I pray, Lord, that we would give you more of our burdens, that we would relinquish these things to you. I pray for anyone listening that's holding too tightly to something that they can't carry on their own strength, and they know it. God, I pray that they would let it go and trust it to you, God, God of the impossible, that you can make the impossible possible. God, I pray that they would let go and trust you, God, to do a miracle on whatever the situation is, to trust you and that your perfect peace would cover their lives and their families and their children. Thank you for any single parents watching and the other, they're simply doing everything right now. God, we, we pray for provision and, and healing for them, for those who are physically hurting, for those who are mourning the passing of a loved one. We've had so many funerals or deaths the past many weeks. 
during this time. God, we pray your, your love and, and healing and presence over each of them as well. Thank you, God, for your faithfulness. You're always good. You're always trustworthy. And I pray that all those in the triad and beyond, will, they will know this church is ready and willing to help and serve and love them in any way that we can. Um, and that our doors are open for them and that your love is available for them at any time too. Mm. God, we lift this prayer to you in, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my friends, for tuning in. We will do this again soon. Uh, God bless each of you and hope to see you this Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.